morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. We hope you're doing absolutely amazing. Yes, Welcome back to MM Talks, where I am with the guys, Fabian. Yo, what's happening, people? And the man himself, Ethan. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Yes, sir. It's a what good up, what time. Up, it's a good time. How have you guys' weeks been, first of all? How are you, how are you feeling? You know, it's been a very good week. Mm-hmm. Very um, positivity. You know, the momentum shift, you know, I keep talking about the momentum shift, you know. Yeah, yeah. You've been in a downward spiral, you know, you're on the dip of the trend line or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it's bang, you know, hit the resistance and it's time to work our way back up. So Ooh. I think I'm on that way back up right now. Rising up and let's Ethan, go. How's your week been, brother? It's been, a, it's been a really nice week, a bit of more of a relaxed week in the mornings. We've been skating almost every single afternoon slash evening. Yeah. Um, it's been lovely to get out. This week in the middle of the week, I ran... 15k, which I was super happy about. Nice. Uh, beautiful evening. I got out to go to various parks in London, Hyde Park, St James's Park. Um, there were uh, sculptures of elephants over there, so it was really nice just experiencing the different textures of London. Yeah. How was your week, Jed? My week has been good, you know. My week has been good. Sorry for all the YouTubers that lost the visual and we had to close the window. It was getting a bit creaky. Uh, my week's been good. It's been more relaxed. Work has been a little bit quieter, which has been nice, uh, which has given me time to really focus on myself. And which actually leads us into the topic of conversation today, which I'm going to go first in anyway to give the guys some time to, uh, to, to come up with uh, their own answers. So the question for today is, and I'll, you'll understand why it ties back into what I was just saying there, was where do we go to find motivation? And this is more so than just surface level in who motivates us or what single thing do we do that motivates us. But it's a deeper, it's a deeper field. And so uh, I'd like to start with where I go to find motivation is I like to go into a silent space. I like to go into a silent space. And I don't just mean quiet. I don't just mean a room where there's no music playing and there's nothing on. I mean, it goes back to stopping completely, Mm -hmm. allowing myself to have no form of external stimulation whatsoever. And I find that with that silence and that stillness and that tranquility comes peace comes creativity and through the creativity that's where I found my motivation you know you know those moments when you're in the shower or you've just get, got into bed or whatever and you're, and you're slowly fading when your mind is like oh what about this what about this yeah. I'm thinking all these things because it's not doing anything else other than just simply being that's where I find my motivation because the amount of times that I don't go to sleep early yeah. because I've, I've got into bed and I'm like oh this amazing idea and then I'm like damn that's what I'm going to be thinking about for the next yeah, half an hour yeah, to an hour yeah, we all get it we all get it right get it. and so I would say where I find my motivation and my and my energy my real energy is through silence it's funny because the other space I also think I find my motivation is through explosions it's through supernovas of energy, right? Mm-hmm. So this moment right here, when we all get together, we get a coffee. So the adrenaline is high. The caffeine has got yeah. all all of those chemicals. What what chemical would be pumping when we get when we have caffeine? Caffeine. <laughs> 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 caffeine stimulates receptors. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Your body. yeah. Either way, the, the, all the good ones, all the good yeah. ones that get my mind yeah. flying, and I'm with people who also push it. That also provides the motivation and the energy, but it's quite different, I find. So for me, it's within that silence. And I think it probably comes back to the concept of meditation. You know, you are clearing the ways. You're clearing all the the blocks. And I imagine my brain is like roads. 
and the pathways are roads, right? Yep. And when I'm working, when I am practicing or training, when I'm doing a lot of things, there are cars on the road because the cars are trying to get places and the thoughts are trying to get to other parts mm -hmm. of the brain. I'm trying to bring a memory out, you know, I've got to go into the storage and pull that out to the front. All that's happening. When I'm in bed or when I'm uh, in the shower or when I'm just purposefully being, the roads are empty. It's like Christmas day. I know um, when uh, on Christmas morning, I used to go to my grandparents, right? And mm -hmm. the drive would be half the amount of time it would be when like during the weekend, because on Christmas day, the roads are empty. And so I find that with my creativity and my motivation, that comes when the roads are empty because there's no, nothing else. There's no other thought clogging it up. There's nothing else going on. There's no stress or worries. And so I find that I am then much more easy. It's fi I find it much more easy to draw from the parts of me that usually take up a lot of energy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I would say I find my motivation in, in silence. How do you guys connect to that? Or do you connect to that in any way? I completely understand this. I think... It's for me, it's not for I don't find much of the motivation in silence, but I get what you mean. Where it's the reset, you find like you give your headspace that open space to basically work to actually elaborate on things that you've been thinking about. And it's that same thing when I go back to lo fi, where I say mm -hmm. I listen to the lo fi because the lo fi it opens the doorways for the imagination, yeah, for me, yeah. So that's why I get that silence there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for me, I use opportunities uh, of silence for reflection yes. and to bring myself peace which then uh, enables me to go into a creative space yes. enables my mind to wander in ways that I often don't let it quite often days are structured and I have to be doing this or that or the other and that often doesn't enable creativity but when you have that silence there is nothing but your mind there is nothing mm -hmm. but the opportunity to be creative it's uh, Ethan's turn now to get up out of the, out of the screen. That window to, uh, be creaking, people. It really do. We're in a dilemma here because the, the heat is on. The heat is on, but so is the wind. And so if we close the windows, the heat will be even further among us. Yes. But if we don't close the windows, then you get the creaking. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna brave the, the heat. We're going to do it for you guys. Exactly. And that is worth at least a like and a subscribe on our YouTube channel. And a follow at... Motivational Moments London. Yes, do that, you know. We all yes. Instagram it. So, but I think, uh, were you going to say something there? No, right? that's you, bro. Yeah, no, so I think, I think we've, got, we've gone through my, my section. Now we're going to go to the famous Fabian's Five Minutes of Food. <laughs> yes. Early sectors, hello. Ooh. <laughs> What's on the menu today? Hey, this one is out. You know what? I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's gonna be the thing. That's gonna be the thing going forward. That's yeah. gonna be the thing. So first thing, an announcement. We're gonna do the chicken wings next week. I know uh, we promised chicken wings this week, but we're gonna do chicken wings next week because Fabian's got an idea to do with them that he needs to execute to perfection. So he said, "Guys, I've got an idea. Give give me time to prepare." And that's a little nugget for you guys. A little nugget. If you need to do something right, take the time to do it right. Amen. So, what's on the menu today? The main course is. Told the chef, baby. What is? Your favorite breakfast meal ever, 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 forever, ever. Hey, Kanye, drop the album. <laughs> Hopefully, by the time this is out, Kanye has dropped the album. To be fair, vocals <laughs> are in. Um, oh, you know, I can start with you. Wait, go ahead, go, go ahead. So, uh, this one is really special to me, it's not something that I have regularly it's typically something i have once a year on a very special day and that day is christmas Ooh. one of the greatest days in the calendar yeah. one of my favorite days in the world yeah um and this was probably started about eight years ago 
Uh, I, we make pancakes together. So we mix up the batter uh, and then we serve it with blueberries, maple syrup, and like a really nice maple syrup. Like we go out of our way to find a, find a good You go to syrup. Canada to get the maple syrup? We crack the trees open. <laughs> and just straight to the plate. Like tree to plate. Um, and then we serve it with some crispy, streaky bacon and creme fraiche just to cut through the saltiness, the sweetness, and the fattiness. It's just a beautiful way to start the day. I often exercise before um, Christmas Day probably starts because I know I'm about to eat uh, disproportionate amounts of food. So... Uh, Pancakes and thin pancakes for me, uh, blueberries, <laughs> maple syrup, and uh, crispy bacon with creme fraiche. The saltiness, the sweet, it's just a perfect is it, dish. Is it even a pancake if it's thin? Yeah. <laughs> that takes us back to a previous episode where famous fabulous of food was it was it was thick pancakes or it was crepes on it. That yeah. was that was the conversation. Yeah, so exactly. yeah, no, definitely crepes for me. I just remember the take. He was definitely talking about crepes. There. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that actually sounds really really nice. I've never had. I don't think I've ever had pancakes on Christmas Day. This might have to be something that I need to get into. Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll t- touch back on that our twenty fifth of December. Fabian, your favorite. Do you know breakfast what? Right. Meal. So I'm gonna go with one of my favorite meals I've had. Yeah. For breakfast. Mm-hmm. So if before I do that, I'll quickly go into it saying favorite meals could be anything because you know shout out my the Crofton podcast. Woo! They hit it up all the time. Yeah. Crazy American menu, crazy menu anyway. Yeah. And absolutely great. Vegan dishes as well. Vegan dishes, bang. Yeah. Um, you can't go wrong with your eggs Benedict. Definitely, that's great. But I'm off salmon recently, so I don't take. I don't actually eat. This salmon. This household is off eggs. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> hey, it's my breakfast, right? This <laughs> house. Okay. Cool. Now going to where I was gonna go. As you talked about Christmas Day, that reminded me, and I think for one of the most memorable breakfasts I had was when I was in Sydney, Australia. Ooh. I woke up Christmas Day, probably about 30, 30 degrees. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I woke up. Um, everyone's still sleeping. What did I do first thing in the morning? Turned on the barbecue. Nice T-bone steak straight on the barbecue. It's <laughs> a T-bone steak for breakfast! Yeah, T-bone steak for breakfast. It's Christmas Day, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, Chris, like Christmas Day breakfast doesn't look like anything. It can be whatever you want. That's fine. Yeah. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> 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 So yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna do the music right now. <laughs> so right, so yeah, T-bone steak. Yep. Then fired up the shrimp. Yep. And that day was actually some salmon. So you put the shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's been a great episode, guys. See you next. <laughs> yeah. Let him have that one, people. I ain't shouting nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, so I started literally the morning with a nice plate of steak, few shrimp, and a stronger. That's incredible. And I'll never forget that day because I just remember like, this is how life should be. That is audacious. Yeah. I, I love that. And I'm... that was my best breakfast. I think my most rememberable, like, remarkable, rememberable, I don't know what the word is, but that. Either that, way. Yeah. Man said T-bone steak for breakfast. That yeah. sounds delicious. He said protein. Let's go. Yeah. You sure you're not Santa Claus? <laughs> you, you literally were like, I got I to fuel up. I'm about to yeah. go around the world on this one. Yeah. Well, the, well, shout out my cousin in Australia because he's actually born on Christmas Day. So it's actually Christmas Day. Your and cousin is Jesus. Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, I won't that go that far because you might, you, you might upset some people. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone definitely made a comment. He can't say that. <laughs> so, 
yeah. But yeah, no, absolutely. For me, that was... Yeah, that's that's memorable. That's yeah. that's for sure memorable. Yeah. What you, about you, bro? You know what? I'm actually gonna gonna. So you 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 spoke about something that you, you know you've had for the last eight years. You spoke about something. When when did you have this in Australia? Two sixteen, two seventeen. Okay. So I'm gonna talk about something that I've only just started within the last five months, and that is Weetabix with peanut butter. And the, okay. And the reason why it's not even to do with the flavors, because the flavors are basic. They're nice. But they're basic, you know, it's not, yeah, it's not yeah, anything yeah. too complex. But what it does do is that it's very sentimental for me because it kind of represents my bond with Ethan. Because I didn't have it before we moved in together, right? And I saw you having it and I was like, peanut butter and wheat mix, yeah, is that what you're on? And I was like, I wasn't sure, I really wasn't sure. And I was yeah. like, you know what, it's good for, for the protein and all that stuff. So I was like, I'll join you. And the first few times, I didn't really like it, if I'm honest. I was I like, <laughs> the texture was nasty. Because you also know that I like my, I like my wheat mix to get in You like them wet. Yeah, it's true, it's true. I, I let, leave my wheat mix in the milk for a little bit before I eat it, right? So peanut butter is thick and the, the wheat mix gets, gets kind of soggy, right? Yeah. So the texture is very, very different. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep trying it. And now, I, first of all, I really enjoy it. But it also, it represents one of the first few things where me and Ethan had like differences in the way that we live and the, mm-hmm. the way that we, we start our day. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust you. I trust the way that you go about life. <laughs> and even if it's something <laughs> as simple as breakfast, it was like, let, let me start it off like this and, and see how, how I can start my day off a bit more like Ethan. And I feel like it just sim- symbolizes our connection a little bit and that I trust mm-hmm. you. And it's, I've integrated a part of me that, is, that was a part of you. And I love, yeah. I love it for that reason. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like wherever I go now, for the main part, I'm gonna have a Weetabix and peanut butter. Yeah. Just because it will always bring me back to the, the wonderful times that we've had here. Well, even on that, like, I, for my thing, it's not Weetabix, I always have, like, my perfect oats, if I was gonna have like oats, mm-hmm. would be oats, peanut butter, and then mixed nuts. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds really nice. And, yeah. yeah. Peanut butter and like homemade oats, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, bro. If I could add to the Weetabix, uh, we, so we drink oat milk, and yeah. I think that's quite an important distinction yeah. um, in terms of kind of like the flavours, but also for the stomach, because I feel like peanut butter with a lot of like heavy milk could be a bit, yeah. a bit much, a bit much for me maybe, but yeah. I would yeah, also, yeah. if you guys want to try it at home, also add some fruit, add mm-hmm. chopped banana, chopped mm-hmm. strawberries, it's the summer, like enjoy it, um, some blueberries, it, it gives a little uh, more flavour, a bit yeah. more texture, a bit more variety to the dish. Big time. Definitely, definitely. Big time. So that was famous five minutes of food. Now, one of these guys are going to have to answer where did they find their motivation? Oh, you want to go? I'll jump in. I'll jump in. So, yeah, well, you had to go, so I just want to sit back before you just take your reins. <laughs> you know I mean? So I'm going to speak about two places in which I find motivation. One of them is you guys, my friends, mm-hmm. the people that are really close to me. I love going to meet my friends because they're all incredibly different. Uh, but there are very few people that are exactly the same as me and they are probably further away from me. I like the variety and these guys bring variety in thought, variety in energy and variety in uh, ideas. I always hear something that make that I can take away from every single conversation that I have, which is why I think I appreciate my friendship so much. Um, hearing someone, oh, I'm taking these pictures or I'm going to do this sort of challenge makes me ponder what more I could be doing, what more I could get involved in with them. How can we build and share this bond in a way we're just talking about with food, but can we do this in a business? Can we do this in a podcast, the motivational moments? Like shout out to this whole thing came from 
you guys motivated me to be a part of this. I saw you guys. You guys actively inspired me to be more confident and empowered me to to be on camera. Before this, I'd done very little of it, and now I feel like I'm comfortable. I'm chilling. You can hear yeah, my voice yeah. between the first episode and now, yeah, and that's because you guys not only motivated me but you inspired me to do this. The second place is YouTube, and I'm going to say social media. Yeah. So social media can be a lens by which people uh, experience doubt within themselves. But I feel like I've curated my social media and almost reverse trained the algorithm to give me exactly what I want. If you go to my YouTube suggestions, you will see chess. One of my big loves <laughs> at the moment. I really wanted to get better at chess, so I look towards these people who are the, the experts. And one of them is going to tie into a question that we've got later. Um, I also want to get better at speaking. So what do I go and do? I watch videos by people who have been speaking for 10 plus years. These experts of being uh, better communicators. Mm. There is uh, such an abundance and wealth of information on YouTube, on the yeah. internet, of people that know so much more than I could ever hope to in this short period of time, that why not learn from them? Why not be inspired from them? And why not use them as a template for your motivation and your success? Mm-hmm. It's big, it's big. I really like that. I find, I find that, you know, that, that second one there with, with YouTube and social media, that's what we're, we're about. That's exactly what we're about, is to use a, a medium that is scalable across the world, across the universe, really. You know, if we really wanted to right now, just Jeff Bezos wanted to, he could have attached a signal of our, with just our videos on that little rocket that yeah, he could put, yeah. put up into the sky and could have sent that out to the, to the universe, right? And I think it's that scalability of motivation, of inspiration, of information. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I need to chill. I need to chill out. I need to, I need to, before I start my hot seat before, fire in the move. Oh gosh. He's calling you. But no, seriously, like it's that level of quick, scalable information. And I think it's really, really important to make the most of that. There is, There are people who, and I do not judge any of these people, who actively disconnect from social media and from mm-hmm. the internet because it causes stress, it causes anxiety, it, it causes a pressure. But if you can reverse engineer the algorithm like Ethan's done, um, you, sure. you end up finding nothing but positivity in your, in your space. And that could be a... a f- Full, fulfilled cycle, a fulfilled cycle of love, positivity, information and wisdom mm. and gems and keep going round and round and round as opposed to the other side, which could be paranoia, could be anxiety. And I think that's what we're all about. That's what we're trying to do. And we're trying, we're trying to engineer a, a space like other, other people in these, this motivation sphere where people feel safe to talk about things, but also come to us for love, for positivity, for growth. And I love that one of your key spaces to learn that is in the same space that we are trying to grow it yeah. because it almost feels like you are uh, in, the, in, in the, the sphere in which you wish to succeed. And that's, that's where you need to be, right? Well, that's exactly it. It's that whole thing is where I was speaking to um, my cousin about today. I said, this is why I follow more things on social media for me to grow, for me to learn, for me to adapt into my life, not follow people that I want to be like. Yeah. Because what happens is you get mistaken in thinking the picture that you've seen that what someone has, they don't really have. Yeah. It's like I spoke to you earlier about the background we come from, you see people with nice things, but they pay for those nice things. Mm. The background someone else can come from with an actual wealthy background, they have all these nice things and nothing was ever paid for. Mm. Because it's all paid for through assets or whatever. Yeah. And it's the whole thing, it's like, I posted something the other day on my social media and it was like, a poor man will 
a poor man, sorry, a, a poor man that wants to be rich will buy the shovel and dig for gold. But someone with that's lazy will, will moan about how expensive the shovel is. Mm. So a man with ambition will dig because he knows gold's there. Mm. But a man with no ambition will moan because the shovel's too expensive. Mm. Not perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's that whole perspective you have on social media. If you're going to follow all these people that say they're so-called rich or say they have everything already, you're going to assume that's what they have. Mm. Where if you start to follow things to adapt to your life to get you to somewhere you want to get to you're going to start to see the change yeah you just yeah. got to work for it right yeah. it's, it's about creating a space in which you understand that work yeah. is necessary and that actually comes on to my thing where i find my motivation a lot of my motivation now comes from my journey mm. and it's not like I, when i say that i think everyone needs to look at their journey because i'll say something like this is that no matter what happened bad in your journey good will come from it mm. and people might think that might not make sense but it's because it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, for instance, when I lost my mum, I ended up getting a house. Mm. But I was so young, not realising what that, what kind of situation that set me up to, till 10 years later now, I'm seeing like, hold on a minute. If I did things right now, within the next two, three years, I could actually retire if I wanted to. Yeah. I could go somewhere, sit down and be cool. What, on a fan aspect, you know, sitting on the end of, edge of the thing. Hey, what, in the, in the countryside? With a smile, just, yeah. You get me? Just me and my scarecrow with my, with, with, with my scarecrow. armor on it. Scarecrow? With my armor on it and things. Jeez! Oh, yeah, the god, the god, I was like, what's scarecrow going to do? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but and it's, it's, it's that whole thing. So I think people need to see their journey to see where they've come from because mm. sometimes I think you get lost in all of this, like you said, that social media, things that you want, yeah. things that you're trying to get to, and you forget how far you've come. Mm-hmm. It's like, I was saying it to him um, again today about saving. Yeah. It's like, you start to save for six months. You've seen that you saved £600. When you do the maths over 10 years and you think, like, hold on a minute, that could be six grand. But mm-hmm. five years ago, I didn't even have £100 to my name or saved. Yeah. It's like, you've got to start adding up the small goals to see the bigger goal ahead of you mm-hmm. and see where you come, you come from saying, I didn't have a job or I never had a house or I never had this to my name, I never had that to my name, yeah. or you was 20, you was like a stone heavier last year, now you're only half a stone heavier. It's these small goals that people forget, like, oh my God, you're a stone, you might have only lost half a stone in that year, mm. but because you're seeing someone with a six pack, a six pack online, or- You took my Ethan! With a six pack, with a six pack! What? Shit! So yeah, it's all of those things though, it's that people look at it and want it thinking and completely forgetting where they've come from. Yeah. And it's that whole thing, it's like Believe in your journey, understand where you've come from in your journey, understand where you want to be in your journey. Mm-hmm. And it's that whole thing, live and love your journey because like I said before, you only have that one life. You can't be hung up because you haven't got this, oh, it's a bad moment. Like life can be as short as you want, it can be as long as you want it because you don't know when that end point is. Mm-hmm. So for me, you literally have to just enjoy the journey and use that as your own motivation of where you want to get to because at the end of the day you use the top of the journey for the motivation you use the bottom of it for motivation Mm -hmm. because the higher you get to the top you've got to be more motivated than because you're that far from the bottom yeah 
so there are two things that I'm hearing in there that we can turn into like practical tips for for people to take away and for, for me to take away is is one it's goal setting and it's almost using manifestation right so it's seeing you said the, the top of the journey yeah. so it's seeing where where is that where is that peak right where is the highest high yeah. and it's goal setting so that's where I want to be how do I get there yeah. so it's building steps to reach where you're going right but it's also using the baseline it's using the lowest mm -hmm. as a form of inspiration isn't it it's a it's creating perspective and creating comparison to what you are compared to where you were and yeah. i do that a lot i do that a lot I, I look back and i write down i literally write down in a journal at least once a year i'm like this is where i am right now yeah. and then at some point in the next year and i literally just did it three days ago i think where i, I, I went back in my journal and i was like brah last year at this time what i was on furlough I couldn't run, I couldn't walk because I had my surgery or whatever. I was yeah. like, wow, yeah. look at me now. I'm out longboarding with my bro. I'm, I'm living. I, um, we're doing the podcast. We're doing so many other things. I'm like, that comparison and that active comparison, it's not just, oh, this is what I am. It's yeah. writing it down and being like, these are the skills I have. This is the space I'm in. And then looking at the skills now, I'm like, bro, I've got twice the amount of skills. I've got new perspective. I've got an experience that I never had before. I am two times the person I was last year. And it's building that, that, those stages of comparison where you're looking at a upward going ladder or something like that. that that's how I that's how I kind of would take what you yeah, said yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Ooh, so Ethan's, 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 Ethan's brings our next question. I'm okay. Say that. So leading us into the final segment, and this is a segment that I think is is going to get the people going. And please, please, this is this is I think quite an interesting question. This is yeah. one that this is a hot one that that I've thought about for a while. So I might be uh, I might be a bit ahead of the game, but I'm gonna go last because I want to put it on both of you. Oh, okay. uh, I'll go first. Um, and I, would, and oh, I respect that. He said, "I got this." And um, I uh, we would love you guys to interact as well, comment, post, whatever who you would have. So the question is, if you were to have a games night, a games night. This isn't a meal. This isn't a dinner. This isn't a conversation. This is if you were to have a games night, and you could invite three people, alive or dead, who would you have to your games night? Fabian, take it away. So. Dude, should we say what game we play or we just play any games as well? Games. It's games night. It's, it's games, games night. night. Okay, cool. You can be playing Madden, you can be so, playing chess, you can be playing cards, all of that. For me, right, I'm going to go straight first. Add this box, it's got to be Kevin Hart. Ooh, if I want yeah, a games yeah. night, I need the comedy, I need to be laughing all night. This is a game night, this is fun. Yeah. I want to just be like, yeah, be hilarious with this. Mm -hmm. And then, I think I'll go Jay-Z next. Mm. Because I'd have to pick his brains. I don't want to know what's happened this 10 years. I don't know what happened 10 years before that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. How was it from Jay-Z the Blueprint yeah, yeah, yeah. to be Jay-Z and B? Jay-Z the Blueprint. The Blueprint is an incredible album, by the way. Yeah. I saw a poll the other day that had the Blueprint and it had um, the life of Pablo up against yeah. each other. And the, the poll had the life of Pablo 70% to, to the Blueprint 30%. And right. I actually lost my mind because the Blueprint is one of my top three Jay Z albums, and I was yeah. like, the Blueprint in my mind is better than Life of Pablo, yeah. and that's saying a lot because I love Kanye West. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, these men need to allow it with that seven. Well, you love the easy. Oh, why are you doing this? <laughs> Every time, every time, I don't want to be here. He's got Jay's on right now, and he's doing this. Come do on. But yeah, so yeah, I think those two definitely, <laughs> and um, someone to talk about business has to be my next one. Surely you got Jay Z for that, no? That's Jay the business. But that's one side, though. I think for yeah. me. Um, see, so I want to see. I'm swayed between Gary V. Ooh, big, big. Text. But you know what? You said alive or dead. 
So I got to give the last chair. Because I know one of you were going to say the other one, so I'm not going to say that one so you can keep it. <laughs> I'm going to say Martin Luther King. Oh, you know what? In my head, I was like, right, he's going to pick Martin Luther King. Yeah. I, sh- I should have like whispered it in my mind so you could roll it back on the yeah. tape. But I knew you were going to go with Martin Luther King. Him and Malcolm X, but that's it. Mal- yeah. Malcolm X, I would not want to play any games so with Malcolm X. By any means necessary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imagine playing Monopoly with Malcolm X. Right, well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, I think those three there because... Like, I think, yeah, it'd be powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. So I think that'd be great, though. Absolutely great, though. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's, that's, you know what? you got the jokes in there. And I can't even lie. I find Jay-Z funny as well. Like, Jay-Z yeah. is hilarious. And you know that little laugh he does? <laughs> like, yeah. I can see him being, like, imagine that he, he wins a, he wins a round of chess or whatever. And he's yeah. like, it's your boy at home. And yeah. I just be like, I can't, I can't do this guy. So I can see it. And he's a walking meme in, in himself. So yeah, I think mean, that'd be an incredible, incredible option. Mm. I can see Ethan's brain taking over. Are you ready, sir? Yeah. And I'm going to say, don't ask me the same question tomorrow because it'll, the answer will be completely different. 100%. Please do not quote me on this. <laughs> and as you all know, I've been uh, embedding myself into the chess world very strongly over the last few weeks, few months. Um, and YouTube, taking it all in, taking all this content. And this man has uh, come onto the scene. He's a person that I wasn't super aware of before, but I'm sure the whole country of India almost worship this man. And this man is Vishwanathan Anand, one of the greatest chess players of all time and arguably the greatest Indian chess player, ex-world champion and one of the kindest, uh, most entertaining souls on the chess scene. He is, uh, I think, 40s, 50s now, so he plays uh, very occasionally competitively, but he is always, he always comes across very well. He's incredibly entertaining, witty, funny, and uh, he's perfect for a game. Like, he'll instantly understand the rules because he learned chess. Yeah. This is one person that you can be like, oh, he's going to win every game. So I wouldn't feel bad about losing some of the games because <laughs> I'm facing a world chess champion. Yeah. And it would just be a wonderful experience to, to meet someone with such a, a depth of knowledge and character and such an experience of traveling the world. Chess players, they go all over every single tournament. There's a tournament right now going on in Sochi in Russia. Last week, there was one in China. All around the world, chess players travel and meet and there's a fantastic community. So that is my first one. The second one is going to be on a similar route to Fabian. I want my favourite rapper, Kendrick Lamar, at the table. <laughs> yeah, he is Who's that? Kendrick Lamar. The King <laughs> Kendrick Lamar. King Kenny. Just don't even get me started. Not today. He is quite elusive, it feels like, over the past few yeah. years. I want to just sit at the table with him, bust jokes. I want to hear stories about Mac. I want to hear stories about Rocky. I want to hear stories about Schoolboy Q. And just interact with him on a personal level. I want to say that I beat Kendrick Lamar at Exploded Kittens. I looked into his eye and made him hold that card or double or chess or whatever game we're playing. I'm probably going to lose a lot of them. I can't lie. Those guys are amazing. But just to be in the table with both of those two quite different characters. And my final one was really, really, really tricky. Um, and I picked one person from India, one person from America. And now I feel like I've got to pick someone closer to home. So I'm going to bring it. London is blue. Southeast London is blue. Shout out to Blue Borough. It's got to be super Frankie Lampard. Ex-Chelsea manager, ex-Chelsea player, Champions League winner, and one of my all-time heroes. He is, again, incredibly polite, 
considerate. He's got great energy about him. He can walk into any room and you know he's the man, but he'll also bring good energy. He'll bring a laugh. He's got that bit of like South London or East London geezer kind of about him. And he's got amazing stories. Think of the players he's played with. He's played with Drogba, Terry, Rooney, the whole England boys, Stevie Gerrard. Yeah. Like, just amazing players. And those three, I, I'd like to just sit back and see how they interact. Yeah, they probably yeah. don't really know each other too well because they're, they're in very different spheres. Yeah. But I would just be in awe. I'd probably be very quiet for the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are my three. What about you, Jim? It's, it's crazy because you're going on, like, I'm there thinking, like, I could have any three. Like, I'm thinking three now. And, like, all that, like, like, literally, as I was speaking, I think, like, what should I just brought someone from South into it? And all I'm thinking about is gigs at the table and we're playing blackjack. He's like, you know what it is, Tekken's black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, yeah. Uh, or, like, or like, you know, you slap him with a blackjack, he goes, oh. And I'm like, no way. Like Kevin, and then Kevin Hart just said, like, what time does this man make him? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> but yeah, like, hey, listen, Jen, anyway, take it. Before Jen takes it, I just want to say, please comment below what three people you yeah. have, because I'd love to see what kind of actual combos people go for. Yeah. I'm actually going to put this clip on Instagram so we can see yeah. and get a little conversation going. Yeah. So. See, I, I like that you chose a chess gra- a grandmaster, right? Like, I, I, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I like oh, that. that world champion yeah i thing is that that's a master of game theory right there that's a person who like you say could understand the rules of any game like that i'm gonna be able to manipulate it like that i don't want it i don't want it and so when i was doing this i was thinking serena williams i was thinking michael jordan i was thinking these elite competitors competitors and i was like no but that a game that is supposed to be a good time and i know when i destroy michael jordan or serena williams at exploding kittens they're gonna be like now play again not play again. Not play again. No, they're gonna they're gonna want to play a hundred times until they get their victory. Yeah. I'm not on it. I'm gonna have a good fun time. I wanna have a good conversation. I know if I beat Michael Jordan at anything one time, he won't talk until he wins that game. And yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna have convo. I wanna I wanna bust jokes. So with that in mind, the first one I'm gonna start with is Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama would be fantastic. I've watched her on talk shows. I've watched her mm. uh, talk about her book. I've read some of her book. Like. She is an incredible conversationalist, but also she is so knowledgeable about the world. Like, it would just be great to, like, we'd be playing a game. She'd be like, this reminds me of a time when this. And I'm like, your experience is incredible. Do you know what I mean? And she also is, from what I see, incredibly supportive of all the people she's around. Mm -hmm. And that encouraging energy is sometimes what you need in a game's night. Because there might be somebody who doesn't really get the rules. And she'll be like, no, it's, it's, it's like this, it's like this, it's like this. And I'm like, that's the kind of energy that you want. Ethan is good for that energy. Because there'll be times when we'll be doing a games night and I, I will just turn off. Like, if the rules don't match my idea of what logic is, I don't play. And some people get caught up in that. And Ethan's like, no, I'll just keep playing. Like, even though I won't play and I'm, I'm having my little, my little protest, I've got a sign up this here and ban this, ban this game. Ethan's like, no, I'll just keep playing. <laughs> it's all for the games that Thomas Shaw Obama dumps on you. <laughs> it's true, it's true, it's true. Um, so Michelle Obama is number one, and then it actually comes back to that that conversation about someone from South. You know, it comes back yeah. to you, you said Giggs, uh, you said Frankie Lampard, and I'm actually going to go with the boy Murky himself, Stormzy. Right. And it's, Stormzy would be so fun because you know if you're playing blackjack or something like that, he'd be like. Ace of Spades, and yeah, and everybody would have a great time. Do you know what I mean? He'd be so, so, so funny, and I would just love to be in that space with that energy of going back and forth. Mm. He would just bring a good, good energy, 
And that's what you want at a game's like. You want, but also I know he's super competitive. Do you know what I mean? He's from Croydon. He's from, he's from South. So he's going he's gonna to be heated when it gets good. And that's mm-hmm. what you want. And I don't know if there's a single person who was in secondary school in sixth form in South London who didn't play blackjack at lunch or, or uh, at break. Yeah, he definitely knows the rules. He went to Harris as well. He yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? So he's, he's, he's been about it. So, so that's, one, that's one and two. And then number three for me, I was really caught up. I was really caught up. I was like, would I want Muhammad Ali there? That's why it's saying. I was like, would I want Muhammad Ali there? And it, he would be incredible, but I also feel like he would go off on a rant about something and it would be an hour long. And we'd all be like, can we just play the game now? I'm not gonna lie, after he beats you and then he does a poem, it's a bit much. Like, I'm not gonna get beaten by a man who just talks in rhymes for one whole hour and trash talking me. That's my heart, I can't deal with that. Exactly, but also imagine you imagine you beat him and he's like, okay, cool. And he starts putting on his gloves. <laughs> he's like, you want that? Let me come, come with this. I'm not, I don't want it, I don't want it. So, this ain't a game, boxers a game. Exactly, so I don't, I don't want it. Um, so actually my last person is Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya would be so elite. It's funny, I was watching YouTube the other day and one of her old vines came up and mm-hmm. she was singing a Beyonce song. And I was like, this woman's energy is second to none. She is unbeaten when it comes to providing creativity and providing that spontaneity that you need in a game's night. Because I know halfway through a game that's dying, she'll be like, oh, let's play this. And she'll yeah. pick it and she'll catch it. Do you know what I mean? So... My elite three, Michelle Obama, Stormzy, and Zendaya. Yeah, see, that's the thing like, with me. Like, I think it's that like, I said, I said Martin Luther King would be good to have around it, but yeah. I still think I might have to change him out and put Giggs there, man. Yeah, Giggs would be fun. I think, like, come on, like, did you not see the meme when he had, he's like, Bonnet, Jarvis, open the mosque. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking around, Bonnet, Jarvis, close the mosque. And I'm like, this is what I mean. I need that at the table, bro. I'm going to add one question to this mix, just to, just to add a little bit more information from you. Which one game do you think you could beat them at? Ooh. Madden. Any game. <laughs> Any game. No, that's too technical. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's not fair. Um, that's a really good question. I was going to say, I'll keep it, keep it real. I'll just say Blackjack. Yeah. You know what? I <sighs> wouldn't play poker with Kevin because Kevin not because he just looks like he's playing poker way too much. And I think they all know poker way too yeah. much. So. Poker's the, 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 the big ballers game yeah, as well. Yeah, you know yeah. Jay. Because you got Jay at the table. So Jay, would, Jay would wipe the floor with all of you. Yeah, I feel so like Jay's that guy. I think I'll keep it with Black Yeah. You can't really have chess, can you? Because no. <laughs> you're a chess friend master now. So. My game will be double. That's the game I can beat everyone at because <laughs> it requires you to be quicker. And I've got at least like 10 plus years on all of them. They're probably, yeah, yeah, at least 10 plus years on all of them. So I can, I can win that. And I've had some practice. So that's my game double. You know what? I'm going to cheat this question a little bit. I'm going to say charades and my partner for that would be Zendaya. So oh. it would be Stormzy and Michelle Obama versus me and Zendaya. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what? That's yeah. genius. <laughs> Zendaya's an actor. So she, she can go out and act it and I'll be there. I'll be locked in. I'll be like, what is it? Titanic, Avatar, all of this straight away. She, we'll get this easily. And also I'm a performer. So we'll be able to bounce off each other real easy. And right now the rumours are she's going out with Tom Holland. Tom Holland went to Brit school. I train at Brit school every, every week when we, when we play American football. So really the connection's there. She'd understand. She'd understand. Yeah. So Michelle, uh, Storm, Michelle Obama and Stormzy, I'm sorry, you're getting whacked at charades <laughs> okay so uh I think you haven't told us your game yeah, you did oh no you said double sorry yeah I can beat Lusty I can beat Lusty so uh that, that, was a good one. that brings us that brings us to the end of the podcast guys hey, guys we're just running through these episodes right now man bro we're Crazy. smashing it right now Crazy. but seriously guys I want to know guys ladies everybody watchers listeners 
if you're listening to this, go onto the Instagram, go onto the YouTube page and just comment who, what three people would you have around for a games night? Like, say what kind of, what would you want to see from them? What would you want to hear from them? Or like, what do you think is going to be the funny bits? Like, we want to just see what kind of groups people come up with because I think it'd really be hilarious. So yeah. it's good to see. But Guys, have a fantastic time wherever you are. Good afternoon, good evening, good night. We are over and out. Peace. Peace.